in spite of ourselves We'll end up sitting on a rainbow Against all odds Honey, we're the big door prize you just yeed your last hop, partner. Welcome to Gamer and Granola Podcast. I'm the gamer. And I'm the granola. And. and yeah. So, what were you going to say? Sorry. I don't know what you're going to say. Um, I got a request, a listener request. I don't know if it was a request more so or just like pointing out that I talk over my husband all the time. So I'm going to work on that during this podcast. So am I. What? You don't. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Not getting talked over. Update! Alright, so uh, that's my favorite way to give you guys an update on just how we've been since the last time we podcasted. Yeah, so what's, what's the update? Um, Andrew and I started a new diet. It's... Bleh. Alright. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. The food's alright, you just can't it's... eat sugar. No sugar, no added sugar... No gluten. No soy. So, like, no bread. And no dairy. Or dairy. No joy. No joy. <laughs> That's what I tell people. I didn't choose no. this life. No, it's not this that bad. Life chose me. I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of us and our, um, our dedication that we've dietary had. Dietary adventures. Yeah. It's been good. It's been. I'm a little. We're, we've been advised that Andrew might wither away, but I think he's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's only one one meal that wasn't, like, the best, but we still, I mean, we still hate it all. Yeah. So. We also are learning, like, I'm learning that there's so much added sugar in, like, everything, which is everything. crazy. Even mayo. Mayo. We, like, are trying to find bacon. We had to find sugar-free bacon, which, I mean, bacon's cured with sugar, so I get it, but that's not even allowed, so. <laughs> It's Whole30. We're trying to stick to it as best we can. We're so. trying. Yeah, that's been yeah. really good. Um, what else? What else have we done since we podcasted last time? Um. Pop, pop. Yep. Oh, pop. I know what I want to do. What's that? I wanted to start... I thought of this in the shower. I just got out of the shower, guys, in case you were wondering. Um, and... This was a segment that I thought of. What's that? I am going to make this because someday you're going <laughs> to... Michaela's shower thoughts. Probably. Someday you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, I really miss my wife's annoying repetitiveness and different like little quotes that she would say. So I am going to give you all the blessing of what Andrew has heard a hundred times this week of things that I just find absolutely hilarious. What's that? What's, I mean, there's so lots of... the first one is, hey, handsome, you looking for some rotten cotton? You know how it goes. <laughs> but I'm not a woman, so... Just, just say it. So, then I would say, I'm a woman. That's okay. That's all right. Even better. We got more fun for you. Okay, that one's from The Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders, We yeah. watched that at least three times during our meals. Oh, like like that segment. Yeah, from just it. that segment. From Michaela it. did. I did not. It was but he has to listen to involuntary it. Involuntary listening. He has, yeah, he's subjected to it. Um, my other favorite one, and this one I've done so many times. I think he is ready to just go deaf. Is that the other one? 
Um, Jacob, it stinks so bad like marijuana. Yep. Yeah, this lady was getting into her her son's car. I should just do these with no context. See what people think. Because I think that I'm hilarious. I know you do. (laughs) I know. Jacob, (laughs) it stinks so bad like marijuana. Yes. Just like your your brother's car, probably. Probably. Oh, my gosh. Anywho, uh, <laughs> do you want to tell them what this episode is going to be about? Oh, boy. This episode, we are going to talk about um, how marriage reveals the really hard things about you and how there's, there is healing in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, another fun, fun episode here. Um, we, I don't know if it's just from our friends, but we get questions or suggestions, requests to do stuff on marriage. Yeah. So, we're pretty new to it, but we'll let you know, because we we do have some unique experiences that I think. Yeah. Yeah, we've really been through some stuff. Everyone goes through some stuff. And. Yeah. Yeah. Some people get it earlier in life. Some people get it later in life. Some people get it midlife. I hope this is not our midlife crisis. <laughs> yes, we're hope we're hoping to lead long lives. Yeet. That will be long. <laughs> yes. So we can enjoy time right. together. Okay. So, so should I give them a little background? A background? Sure, go for yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So I grew up in um, a very different situation from Andrew. I think we've talked about this, but my parents were divorced and it wasn't always the most functional. Um, I think they did their best. I also think at times they could have done better. Yep. But... That's okay. You know, you get dealt the cards that you have in your hand. And so... You wouldn't be you without... Yeah. And I'm thankful for it, but that doesn't always mean that it's easy stuff to go through or reflect on. Right. Um, so as a result of that, I, I have dealt with some different mental health issues, which we are planning to do a whole episode on mental health because it's very important to both of us. Yep. It's played a big factor in, all. I mean, not our whole relationship, but there have been some times where, where that's, that's been a, a player and... So, that's part of our lives. Yeah. And it's very important and something that we want to be a part of ending the stigma on. You stink so bad like marijuana. I know. So do you. No, I don't. I've never smoked it. Neither have I. Probably. That's how you stay so skinny. Okay. Anyways. um, (laughs) Oh, it's hard to talk about stuff that is hard. (laughs) Yes. I would agree with that statement. So, um... Yeah, just different traumas that I would say I went through as a result of other family members having mental health issues and just certain positions that I was put in um, has led us to where we are now. And as a result of that, um, there was just a lot of grief that really surfaced. There was grief. There was um, depression. And... I would say quite a bit of anxiety that um, surfaced right away after we got married. Um, It was actually 
We got back from our honeymoon on like a Friday. Yeah. Uh, I think, think so. I think so. Um, yep. And um, that Sunday night before we were going to go to work, I just had like the first really bad panic attack where I just thought that like I was having a heart attack. We ended up in the ER because of it. And then they were just like, you know, this is... You're having a panic attack or an anxiety like, attack. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, and we'll kind of talk about the rigmarole that happened with doctors and whatnot and medications and just getting mental health help during that later episode but it just continued to transpire um throughout the first year and a half of our marriage i would say i mean we're we're right over that year and a half mark but um for me it was just really hard because i was grieving um parts of my childhood and realizing that i just didn't have this stuff worked through the way I thought I did. Yeah, it just kind of unraveled itself. Yeah, yeah. and I think head. that's one of the like really good things about marriage, but also like the things where it's like they tell you to be prepared for it, but you, you never really... know how prepared for it you right. need to be. Yeah, I mean, like most people are like, oh, everyone's in like a honeymoon stage and stuff. Like when you get married and and like. It just, like, hit us. I would say even before our wedding day. Yep. Like, this crap hit, but like, we made it through the wedding day, you know? Yeah. But then, like, it, like, boom. Like, literally right after our honeymoon, it just, like, hit. Boom! Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I just, and I found that, like, the more we, like, the further along we got in our marriage and the, the worse that I, like, felt, it was because... I just, like, I was slowly realizing that I'm with this person who can, like, see me at my worst, and he can't help me, you know, and any thought that I had that he was going to fix me, it it wasn't something that he could fix, and I think that that was really hard for both of us. Yep, yep, because I, like, during our, our uh, dating um, years, like, I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't try and fix everything or anything but um i would try and be there and be be a a pillar of support and and encouragement and everything but um yeah i would say after you got married i just kind of i'm i still try and do that but now i realize that i can't be that fix it man or i can't be that that person all the time um And I think we both wanted that, and it was frustrating for both of us because, like, I just wanted him to fix it, and he couldn't, and I think he wanted to fix it, and he couldn't, and I think that was just a really hard, like, smack of reality. And, like, once you start living with this person and they see you all the time, like, you have to learn how to cope with this with them, you know? Right, Yeah. I went from being that, that guy, like, maybe an hour a day or, or... A few hours on the weekend to all day and all night. Right. So. And getting married in the summer, we just, and we worked at the same place, so that. Right. Not that that was a bad thing, but it just definitely, it was good in a lot of ways, but there's also like, it's just you're together. Took everything to 11. Did it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> trying to be dramatic. Right. Uh, and so I just really struggled and had like. I would say have been. I feel like we're still continuing to heal 
and yep. work through this. Um, yep. But with just that grief of like what could have been, um, there were stages of like anger towards Andrew of like, oh, he didn't have to deal with this and he doesn't understand. And so, um, you know, and there was grief at like what he had versus what I had and, you know, comparison stealing my joy. But then there was also just like this huge realization after I did start getting the help that I needed for my mental health that I just had a really hard time living without the chaos of a dysfunctional family. Um, Because there there has been some separation from that. And um, working through that is hard because families aren't supposed to be that way. And unfortunately, sometimes um, it's healthier for you and um, your new immediate family to separate yourself from that old dysfunction um, and it's it's hard to convey that you're doing that with love when there isn't always that line of communication with the dysfunctional side. Yeah. So um, that was kind of just like a background of what we were dealing with. We can go into more detail of that at a later point. But just to give you an idea of what was going on. Um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I just have some questions for you, Andrew. And you can awesome. bounce back to me if you have any for me um just to explain context or even just from my point of view but um so what were some growing pains that you noticed like for yourself or for me or for us as a couple like when these really hard things were being brought out in me or we were going through them so some growing pains that i had um after we got or we had yeah we had uh, after we got married and we're getting into the swing of things together, um, one thing that that I or some an example of something I think about is um, some things that like aren't hard for me, but because Michaela didn't grow up in a stable family home or environments, something like that, it would be holidays or um, or I guess one specific example in my life was my parents moving. <laughs> our life um because after my parents moved or while my parents were here Michaela would come over to my parents house every Sunday and have a meal together and we'd we'd spend the afternoon playing games or talking about life or being lazy or Y'all, whatever I literally have the best in-laws it was <laughs> like a piece of my heart was ripped out when this happened and when this was moved. like six months before we got married it was rough. Go on. Yep. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they moved, and I would say for months and months. I would say close to a year, honestly. Uh, yeah, of just my, yeah, since my parents moved, um, every day, every time we went to church, um, since my dad wasn't the pastor there anymore, and we couldn't go over to my, my house, my parents' house, for Sunday dinner. Michaela would cry or um, And it wasn't be... just like it wasn't just like little tears. Like I would have to like walk out of the church service and just go cry in the bathroom. Yep. So that was just like really hard because like I felt like I couldn't go to church or bring it up at all or Michaela would start crying and and having a um a depressive episode. So that was just like really hard. Um, it was and, funny though because they knew that I was gonna take it harder than any of their <laughs> biological children, and so they waited to tell me. And then they had Andrew do it, and I that night I've never cried so hard. 
Maybe a little bit. Maybe but, some, <laughs> sometimes you... But it was definitely one of the, like, yep. most tearful nights. Oh! Yep. Most emotional. Um, <laughs> but, or uh, another growing pain would be, um, since Michaela came from such a chaotic and, and aggressive, maybe, family. Um, or just if, environment. Yeah, environment. Um, she might... She might come on really strong, or I might feel like I'm getting attacked for something I did or didn't do. Um, and so then I get really defensive and backfire, maybe, to, to uh, her comment or remark or, or attitude. And then she'll be like, oh, why are you getting all defensive and yada yada. And I'm like, I'm getting attacked. So I gotta put up my, my walls and... Right. It brings and, out the ugly in both of you. Marriage just does in general. Yep. And so we're we're learning to get past that uh, that um, aggression and defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what is like? I think both of us can answer this, but what is the hardest thing from your point of view? Um, like having to watch your spouse go through that, and then I think I'll answer like. Having gone through that, mm. what, yeah, yeah. Um, for me personally, would be just not being being powerless. I think um, is just the really hard part of of mental health in general, or or uh, yeah, just watching your spouse through go, watching your spouse go through something um, really difficult in their life. Yeah, several times I've tried to say the right thing or, or do the right thing and it just doesn't work out sometimes so then I'd um I don't know shut down or get real quiet and, and not know what to do and, and not be present in the moment so yeah I guess that's my the hardest thing for me is not being able to to fix it I think from my point of view um and I've talked to other people um who've gotten married and just, you know, were vulnerable and willing to share that, like, it did bring up just these really hard things. And I think that that was so hard is because it's supposed to be, like, the happiest time in your life and you're supposed to be going through this honeymoon phase because you're finally with this person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And then it just brings up the ugliest of the ugly stuff that you have not dealt with and that you didn't even know you needed to deal with. And I think that that was like hard for me because I was like, I thought that, you know, I was ready for this and I was coming into this with a really good, like, you know, I've dealt with my stuff and, you know, I don't need to deal with this other stuff that's happened. But then it, you know, it just brings up stuff because you, there is no, you know, you're not tied to that anymore and you do have this freedom and sometimes you just don't know what to do with it. And I think that's what it was for me. It was, it was like, wow, I still have this stuff to deal with. Um, it was a mixture of grief of what should have been or what could have been. And also just, yeah, the, I think it was just like the frustration of like, why is this coming up? now because I thought that I had this all dealt with and I felt like tremendous guilt because I didn't know that I still had to deal with that stuff and it was like all being projected on Andrew or he had to go through it with me now 
And so that was really hard. But I do find some comfort in knowing that I have talked to other people who had dysfunction or, you know, whatever. And, you know, as bad as that sounds, like they have, you know, had to deal with it because marriage just brought it up. They got married and it just came up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how have we found healing through um, these struggles of be, being married and and having different issues there? Right, and just having the ugliness brought out. Um, I think first and foremost, um, our faith has carried us through. Um, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but for us, I think understanding that like God has a plan... Um, and just like finding hope in that there's purpose to our struggles and it's shaping us into who we need to be. Um, to second that, uh, on the, the God point of view, um, I think it's just really important to, to remember that like, if you don't feel loved or if you're, if you don't love yourself, um, just like remembering that, that God loves you and. That just can, can. That can carry you a long yeah. ways, especially when you don't love yourself or you're having a hard time loving yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think like, you know, having other people pray for us throughout this has been huge as well. Um, and that we come back to it a lot, but the grace. Yeah. Having grace in your relationship is huge. Um, just knowing that, hey, I, I, I know they might not have meant to say that, or maybe they didn't mean to say that, but I forgive them for for hurting me, or um, because I love them more than I right. want to hold a grudge against them. Right. Yeah, and I think too, um, showing grace to yourself and realizing that, like, I'm a very broken person who got married to another very broken person, regardless of how perfect you may think they are they're not um and that really comes out nobody's perfect right hannah montana forgive yourself forgive your spouse forgive others who have hurt you yeah i think that's really important um finding a good support system has been really helpful too um i have a great therapist i absolutely love her um she believes in me Yeah. yeah Um, and it's been really good. Th- and that's a huge thing because I have gone to therapists in the past that have not been good and I've had to go to therapy for my previous therapy, which is not a fun thing to have to talk about in therapy. So, honestly, if you're not vibing with your therapist, therapist. switch because it makes a world of difference in your growth. And And they usually won't be offended. If they are, then they should probably be in therapy too. Um... <laughs> And that's okay. Right. That's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but besides that, um, family, friends um, that are more than family. Um, and I think once you realize, um, like in my case, I just can't rely on my family because I have one um, parent that just doesn't want to go there and another parent that I don't speak with. And that's okay. And I think that, like, showing them grace in realizing that, like, okay, we, 
I just can't go there with you and finding that support in other places. Um, like I said, my in-laws are amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love them so much. I miss them. See them soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have friends that have been super helpful and supportive and um, people who, like in our case especially, and I know that every marriage and relationship is different, um, but people who acknowledge that like mental health is a real thing in our situation because that's what we were dealing with, um, yep. who acknowledge your issues, accept you and love you for who you are, and who remind you that like you can keep going. Yeah, it's really it's really important to find find friends or or have someone that knows what you're going through and knows your situation. You can maybe sometimes not always relate like me to Michaela. Sometimes yeah, I can't I can't always relate, but it's always just it's good to have someone you can confide in and and um, yeah that knows your struggles and and can help support you and encourage you in that. Yeah, and um. I think, too, just, like, as much as this sucks, like, going through this and having to acknowledge that marriage brings out um, all this crap that you may or may not want to deal with, but, you know, you now have to, um, that, like, everybody deals with this at some point, you know? And I have found so much like growth in myself as a person um i feel like andrew knows me so much better and i know him so much better um and i think that's the beautiful thing that can come out of any sort of pain and any struggle that you go through in life in general is that there is healing and um you are able to change and change for the better hopefully um, this is something that, like, we just want you guys to know we still continually, um, you know, are dealing with. And um, healing is a long and painful process. Yep. Um, but it's also a really beautiful one. We're growing. Yeah. Growing I every think day. Being it, like, being able to watch Andrew um, be there for me has been, like, beautiful. I don't know if you would say that. Like watching me heal has been a good experience. It has. It's probably been like I'm a so proud Tasmanian of my... devil being birthed. I'm so proud of the the growth that I've seen in my spouse. 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 Gotta get my lisp. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was kind of a a hard episode, but we want we just want to be open with you guys about struggles. Uh, yeah and triumphs and um yeah i think it's beautiful to be vulnerable with yeah. people it's part of life so with that please again as always let us know if you have any requests if you like stuff like this if you like this kind of content let us know if you're like eh, <laughs> i'd rather you guys just talk about weird stuff weird like you stuff. always do but yeah, and in some ways it's a it's a good way for us to reflect on where we've been and where we're going. Yeah. And giving ourselves something to look back on. We don't think that we're perfect, but we got a pretty darn good relationship and marriage. That's, that's what counts. For being pretty fresh at this. Yeah. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> 
All right. Cutie. Do you want to do the outro? Oh, wait, you did the intro. I was going to do the outro. I was the gamer. A what? No. Was. Hey! Psych! Bye! Oh, we're going to spite our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves.